Vikings in the house. Should be a good year. Just a little bit of uh, football sprinkle in here on August 2nd. Just a couple of things about the NFL schedule. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a big schedule guy. Those of you know who watched my show last year and NFL Weekly know that. Uh, schedule is very, very important. I'm a big believer in you know, how things break. And as a coach myself, you see that time and time again in your own coaching. So uh, why not? Wouldn't that be the case in NFL circles? So let's just look at a couple of things here. Uh, AFC East, obviously, uh, has intra-conference. They play the AFC North, which is good. Inter-conference play the NFC North. So uh, going to be some tough games for the uh, AFC East. Yeah, 17th game is versus the NFC West. That's a corresponding team finishing fourth, third, second, or first. And, of course, the AFC East teams excuse me, uh, also have a corresponding game with whether they finish first, second, third, or fourth with other teams in their conference to make a 17 game schedule. So, uh, you know, AFC North obviously uh, has some tough schedules, but I'm going to just skip down to my Vikings there for a second. If I, if I may, since this is my show, NFC East, uh, I'm happy about that. Uh, AFC East, huh? I think AFC East could be difficult. AFC South, we get a 17th game in there. So I'm happy about that. I'm uh, hoping that we get the right team in that situation. But again, it's uh, schedules are uh, always interesting. Got this giant grid on the screen right here. It's uh, very exciting to see this up there. Really excited. The NFL season can never come fast enough. The bad news is that means uh, school starting, and not that I don't love school, but at the same time, it's great to have off too. But anyway, so here we are. Let's look at these over/unders here for the AFC East. Uh, Buffalo Bills, eleven and a half. I think that's a good bet. I think the Bills have a tough division, but yet it's a division where they're clearly the best team. So um, I think the Pats and the Dolphins will be tough. I think the Jets will be improved. But I think 11 and a half in a 17-game schedule is, is a good bet for the Bills. Um, so, you know, their schedule is a little rough, as we talked about. Um, you know, they got other first-place teams on their schedule. They got to play the Rams. They got to play the Chiefs. Got to play the Bengals. All right, got to play the Ravens. So, obviously, a uh, very tough schedule. All those teams I just mentioned are away. Got to play the Titans at home. Got to play the Packers at home. So, again, Bills with a tough schedule, but I like their chances. I feel like, uh, you know, Stud Boy is getting better as a quarterback, and he's just a he's a man among boys some days. New England Patriots, eight and a half. I thought this was a little low, considering the progress they had last year. I know everybody thinks at the end of the year they had a little bit of offensive struggles that everybody's figured out, you know, what to do with Bill and his offense there, but I still feel like uh, they're going to be okay. Again, it's really that divisional situation there with them. Uh, they're going to have to take advantage of the Jets and the Dolphins and, and things of that nature, and that's not easy to do. Dolphins, eight and a half. I think that the Pats are better than the Dolphins. I know the Dolphins had a Tyreek Hill, but I don't know. I still think the Pats are a little bit better. They got the genius in the house, too. Sad thing is here in New York, uh, I think the Jets will be a lot better, but uh, five and a half is their number. So if they win six games, you know, the fans will be jumping off the bridge here. But at the same time, you could be better and not have a better record. And uh, people who aren't in, this, in the business of coaching or competing don't understand those things. Sometimes you have a very good team. Uh, I know the Suffolk County boys basketball is set up like that this year. The Western divisions are like the 80s and 90s ACC basketball conference. So it's, uh, it's very rough sometimes. You can have some good teams in there that might not show it on their record. But uh, moms and dads don't know that, so it's, it's okay. But they'll tell you everything. AFC North, uh, Bengals 10.5. My man Chickie's Bengals. Uh, and also Coach Heenan, new to the staff here for the South Mass Sharks, big Bengal fans. 
So uh, 10 and a half, I, I think it's always tough. You have that hangover from losing the Super Bowl. Plus, you know, they had a couple of games break their way uh, on a good year. That's what happens on a bad year. We'll see, again, their schedule is rough. They got that first place schedule now. They got to play the Chiefs. They got to play the Titans. They got to play the Bucks. Uh, so that's that's going to be tough. The Cowboys are no bargain either. They got to play the Bills. So, uh, again, tough schedule here for the Bengals. I can see them going under, maybe getting 10, but I think it's it's going to be tough. The only good news is the Steelers, I think, take a big step backwards. No Ben. They still have the Steelers scheduled in for seven and a half. That's respect for a very steady franchise, but I don't think the Steelers uh, – I think the Steelers eh, – nine isn't a bad number for the Steelers, I guess, but it could be easily be seven and ten or nine and eight. You know how that three-game window goes. But no Ben, big change in Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin does a good job. So I think that's what the bet is. Mike Tomlin will keep the ship uh, organized. Cleveland Browns, uh, till yesterday, we didn't know it was going to be a Deshaun. He's missing the first six games, so there was no over-under on them. I think the Browns with Deshaun Watson out for six games, I would put them around seven or eight wins because they're going to miss Deshaun Watson, obviously. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, I think, is pretty solid, though. So if I sit down and think about that, Maybe I could stretch it to eight and a half. Maybe I can get them to a nine-win season. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, nine and a half. Very tough schedule also. Got the Bucks. All right, they got Buffalo. They got Denver, who's going to be much improved. Uh, they got the Bills. They got, the you know, obviously the Bengals twice. And the Pats. So uh, tough, tough stuff here. And these uh, over-unders. It's always fun to watch these over-unders. Turn to the AFC South, which I think is the weakest division in football. But we'll see about that. We'll see. Uh, I'm happy that the Vikings have a game in the AFC South. So I uh, wish it was our year to have that division, but we don't. Tennessee, nine and a half. As long as they got big boy in the hole there, I think they're going to be all right. I still think they're the class of the division. I think the Colts are close, but the Colts are two inconsistent games that you think the Colts are going to win. They never seem to win. Uh, so Tennessee, though, has that tough schedule also. The Chargers uh, are going to be rough. The Packers, the Bills, I mean, woof, unbelievable. Raiders and the Broncos are going to be no bargain. Anybody playing the AFC West is not going to be a bargain this year. They got the Bengals and the Raiders, and the Cowboys. So uh, I think they'll be fine in their division, and that's where you have to beef up. I think if you can get a 4-2 and two in your division, which I fully expect them to be able to do. Problem with the Titans is a lot of their games are close, so even when you're getting your wins, you could easily get one of those teams to slip up and you get a loss. Uh, they don't play that style with that, you know, they control the ball, but they'll beat you, but, you know, they could easily lose a game and play two here or there. Colts are the same at nine and a half. Uh, I guess Manny Ice uh, coming over there is is uh, going to help them. But again, tough schedule for the Colts. Similar to the Titans, except a little bit easier. All right. You got the Chargers and the Chiefs, obviously. You got the Broncos and the Raiders and the interdivisional thing. I think the AFC South teams are going to have a struggle as a record. And I always like to have the division records up there and then see what's going on. It's uh, always fun during the year to check that out. Houston Texans uh, didn't have the offseason from hell, thank God. Four, four and a half is their mark. I just think they're they're a team with no real identity right now. Uh, Mills be the quarterback. We'll see how that works out. Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, six and a half. If uh, Stud Boy doesn't have a better year at quarterback, they're going to start to use the B word for bust. Uh, let's face it, he was not good last year. Lawrence was not a good quarterback last year. We'll see what happens this year. You might say, well, he didn't have a lot around him. You're right. But at the same time, where's those examples of him straying through and winning a game by himself? Usually you get one or two of those. I know Wilson for the Jets had a game or two like that. I'm just waiting for Lawrence to do that. Uh, I wish him luck. Uh, it's good to see. It'll be good to see Jacksonville. Be good. AFC West, best division of football. Not even close. There's not a bad team in here. Um, it's unbelievable that, um, you know, you could have four really good teams, but the AFC is just loaded this year. A lot of great players went from the NFC to the AFC. Adams, Wilson, people of that nature. And uh, you could just see how tough it's going to be in the AFC. 
as a Viking fan, it's good for me. Uh, AFC West, like I said, Chiefs 10 and a half. As long as you got Patrick there and Andy Reid there, I think it's a it's a solid fit. Again, really tough schedule, though. Got the Bucks, got the Niners, got the Bengals, obviously. Uh, Bills, I mean, just incredibly tough schedule. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, obviously. Raiders, everybody's talking about them with Devontae Adams, eight and a half. I got to see more out of Carr, though. Carr's been good, but Carr's not great. You know, Carr's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Aaron Rodgers, which who is? But eight and a half. Not loving him. Not loving him at the eight and a half. We'll see what happens. Devontae Adams is a stud, but then again, Aaron's not throwing the ball. Carl will be throwing the ball. Plus, like I said, AFC West schedule is just brutal. Chargers, 10 and a half. I like them to step up. So basically, they have them and the Broncos, who I think are a little high at 10 and a half. I know Russell Wilson's great, but is Russell Wilson going to run an offense or is just going to run around and make plays? So if Denver allows him to do that, I think they can go 10 and a half. If you can ask this guy to actually run an offense, I don't know. Russell's always made things happen on his own. Can he just drop back and throw it? I'm not sure. I love Russell Wilson. He's one of my favorite players. But at the same time, you know, he always just made plays. He did like the Elway did back in the old days. He just make a play. Whereas if you can ask him to say hike and make a read and just throw it, I think he'd get bored doing that. Russell's so talented that, you know, I just I think 10 and a half might be high for the Broncos. That's my son Gordon's favorite team, so I always root for the Broncos. Um, so I give them a shout-out. But the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Chiefs, all 10 and a half. I, I don't know how you could logically do that. I mean, uh, I know the guys who do the over-unders, uh, you think they have some experience with math, but I don't see how you can predict three teams in the same division. You get 11 wins when they each have six games versus each other. Uh, mathematically, I'm sure that's possible, but it doesn't give you a lot of wiggle room. Uh, so, And like I said, I know they're playing uh, you know, a tough schedule here, obviously. And you do have the easy uh, part of playing AFC South, which is uh, going to help them a lot. I probably think they'll get three out of four there, but just a tough schedule. So for them, the Chargers, uh, you know, we'll see. Give me some exciting stuff. Over on the NFC side, Cowboys ten and a half. I always predicted to do well, but never really stand much. And as a Viking fan, I know how bad a coach Mike McCarthy is all those years with uh, Aaron Rodgers. New guy comes in, you know, goes basically thirteen and three, three years in a row. We could always count on Mike for eleven and five or ten and six. I know he won one Super Bowl, but he's the Mike Sosha of the NFL. And as a Viking fan, I hate to see him go because I just don't think he's as good a coach week in, week out as the current Packers coach. Uh, Eagles, eight and a half. Uh, I think they're a little overrated. Uh, Washington uh, Redskins, stay slept, uh, seven and a half. I could care less if they ever win a game again. New York Giants, six and a half here in New York. You always got to hear the fans talking. A big year for Daniel Jones. Let's see if Saquon Barkley steps up. Big, 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 big year. Uh, Dayball going to do a good job. We'll see. Daniel Jones going to take care of the football in the red zone. We'll find out. Six and a half. Tough schedule for the NFC East, I think. Uh, you know, they got the Bucks, the Pack, uh, the Rams, the Cowboys have. They got the Bengals. So it is It is not going to be uh, a joke by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, like I said, the Eagles, the Giants schedule. Let's look at the Giants schedule. We got my Vikes, Titans, the Seahawks, Colts. Giants schedule is not bad. They could have a decent year when you look at this. They do have the Packers in there. But again, battles in the division. Got to see what the Giants get. Let's see how they do. NFC North, my beloved Minnesota Vikings, who signed everybody in the offseason, but let's see how we do. We got the pack at 11 and a half. I think that uh, with that coach, I think that's a good bet. And Aaron Rodgers. Get to my Vikes, eight and a half. I feel that's low. I feel like we're at least a 10 win team. Then again, last year we had the talent to win 11 or 12 games, but uh, Zim was just very distracted by that looks at that girlfriend. I understand. But, uh, Eight and a half, I feel is very, very low for this team. Very talented team. Um, I wish we would have 
you get something at a bar and we didn't get anything out of Hunter for the last couple of years and we still had a chance to make playoffs. So Hunter's played no games basically in two years and Bars played four. You want to look at a Vikings troubles, look no further than that. Uh, Bears seven and a half, Lions six and a half. So it should be uh, should be really interesting stuff. So I feel like the Vikes, like I said, are going to get 10. I feel like the Bears will be better than people think. Uh, I like the kid that quarterback. Lions, I thought, were very good. I thought Coach did a good job with them. I just feel like it's going to be a situation where you're going to get a bounce of a ball here or there. Vikes had a couple of bad ones last year. We could have been in the playoffs. I feel like the NFC South is the second weakest division of football. I feel definitely that the Bucs are going to have free sailing because the Saints are not the Saints right now. They lost the coach, lost the quarterback a couple of years ago. They're good. Falcons lost Matty Ice. So here we are. Tom Brady's going to get like a 12 and 5 record, a 13 and 4. All going to hear about Brady, Brady, Brady when the division sucks. And you got the Carolina Panthers in there at six and a half. I look for the Panthers to make a strike back. You know, Panthers and the Broncos last year benefited from, as, as you know, uh, how much I like to talk about the schedule. They both got out to three and no starts. We talked about that on Telling It Like It Is before week one. And we'll get to that on the uh, previews of the divisions when we come up. But at the same time, you know, they both didn't make it. They both collapsed after that, as we knew they would. And we just talked about that last year as well as how hard the Texans schedule was to get off to an 0-5 start, I believe. Uh, it was just brutal for them. It's, it's almost like, you know, they pissed off somebody to make that schedule. And, you know, sometimes that happens. The schedule uh, can make you a victim pretty quick or it can make you the beneficiary pretty quick. So we'll see. But um, like I said, the Panthers would, you know, I don't know. Baker, if McCaffrey could just stay healthy, I feel like that team could do some work. But again, rough, 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 rough schedule. But yet that division is bad. So you got to see if you can find a way to pull, pull a game away from the Falcons. Got to see if you can pull a game, not away from the Bucks, but away from the Saints. And see if you can get the two and four, three and three in that division and try to win your games out of division. NFC West loaded. All right. You got the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Niners. And I think the Hawks are going to take a big step backwards, obviously. Big contract for Kyler Murray, the former A's first pick. Uh, 9.5 for the Cardinals. They'll get off to another 6-2 and two start and then self-destruct. I feel like the Niners, a lot of pressure on them. They sent Jimmy G packing. All the guy who did was win. That's fine. Trey Lance would be fine. I think he's going to be a great quarterback. But, you know, Jimmy G's just one. He's one of those guys that just, you know, it's, they don't like the style of winning. He's like Al Skinner at BC College. You know, BC was 500, made the NCAA tournament in a tough ACC. And, you know, people said they didn't like the fact that he was running the flex. Well, He's run the flex for a reason. Keeps his teams in games and he won games. But, you know, today it's about style and everything else. So Al obviously didn't win enough. And the same thing they did with Jimmy G. I feel like they're the same guy. Just keep winning. Los Angeles Rams, 10 and a half. Super Bowl champs. Always a little bit of a hangover. They invested a lot into that team. And I know they definitely have lost some, lost some of those players off that great roster they had. Uh, my friend Mike DeRosa, big Ram fan. He's been a Ram fan since Eric Dickerson. So he's legit. It's not a phony Ram fan. Like I said, Seahawks down to six and a half. Uh, I think that's about right for being kind. Uh, as far as like just the big games on the list, there's always those big games on the list. I mean, the fact that the Panthers, um, you know, <laughs> are going to come out, you know, the actually the Browns and the Texans, I believe, don't they play each other? Soon, yes. Week two, the Browns and the Texans play each other. That's, that's kind of ironic. Um, you know, Baker, you know, well, actually, that's not the proper schedule out there. That is the wrong schedule, kids. They didn't give me that 2022 one, bums. Oh, look at that, these sneaky bums. I believe that Baker and them play early, early, early. Baker and the Panthers, I believe, play the Browns early in the 
in the year. Let's check. Let's see if we can find that out. <coughs> mm -mm. Nope. They won't give it to me. They're done with that. But the thing is, I feel like it's big games. I know Baker's, like I said, going to play. Deshaun's going to have to play. Uh, his, his, his guys. It's going to be exciting NFL season. Really looking forward to it. We'll have our uh, divisional previews coming up real shortly.